Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. This is Jason Mizrahi at WinDailySports.com, and I got David Jones with me. We're going to be breaking down the Friday slate for the NBA uh, season. Uh, it's been a great NBA season for us at WinDailySports.com, and all of our subscribers had an amazing night on Wednesday. You know, we're recording this on Thursday night, but I'm still trying to catch up with all the people who won money last night. And we had one user subscriber to Win Daily Sports, and he turned basically um, $75 into over $17,000. And another friend of mine turned in about $30, $40 bucks to $600. Bucks. It was the most he ever won. So all, all in all, it was a great night. Everybody's really happy. Um, you ready to get into the slate, though, for Friday? Yeah, man, let's jump in. And that uh, that sub, his name was Shane Wentz. He won $17,743. I'm looking at it right here. So that's awesome, man. I think that's the biggest hit a sub has had. Is that right? Yeah. You know, um, some writers who just, like, started writing one day or two days like or a week, um, like James Rocker, he basically got onto the site as a writer, um, was thinking about subscribing. We put him on as a writer. He won, like, $10,000. But, yeah, for a pure sub that nobody even knows outside of our discord chat. That was the biggest win that I've seen. So it was a great, you know, a great night. And I hope, you know, more subs win more money. Um, Cause it's, you know, it's a great thing to help people out and, you know, life changing money. If we can ever kind of pass it, pass it on to somebody over and pay it forward. It, it's a great look. So let's start the slate. You know, the first game is the Nets versus the Wizards. Obviously it's, it's a game that you want to target, um, actually, no, it's not the Nets and Wizards. What's the first game in the slate, David? Minnesota at Orlando. All right, so yeah, Minnesota, Orlando. So break it down. What do you think is going on here? Yeah, so one guy that's just been on fire for like the past three weeks is Aaron Gordon, and he gets another fire matchup here tonight. Last uh, The last game he put up 57 against Atlanta. 52 on Brooklyn, 41 Dallas, 54 Detroit. I mean, he's just exceeding value every night. His price has definitely caught up to him, but he seems pretty stable against uh, Minnesota, who's struggling to even like figure out what the rotation is going to be after the trade deadline. It's just a rebuilding team. So I love Aaron Gordon. Um, D'Angelo's back. He's going to be the main ball handler against Orlando, though. I don't love it. Their defense is uh, is not bad. And then overall, I think, uh, I mean, Orlando is a team that kind of slows you down. And on this huge slate, I don't have much interest in really anybody else uh, floating around either of these teams. Do you have anyone here you like for such a big slate? Um, Vucevic is definitely in play. You know, they don't really cover center too well. Um, so he's in play. But you called it right. Aaron Gordon has been under-owned as of late. And he was on the squad that Shane put up uh, last night. So he might draw a little bit more ownership than normal. But, at, you know, at his price tag in this matchup, Minnesota's terrible against big men. I, I think it's a good play. It makes a lot of sense. I can definitely get behind that game. So um, I think that's the way to go. What do you think about Malik Beasley or any of these Timberwolves? Are you off all the Timberwolves here? Yeah, I've been playing Malik Beasley actually like the past week or so, and he's been doing well. I mean, he gets a ton of minutes, and one thing we know about the Timberwolves is they play their starters a ton of minutes. So at 5,800, I mean, he's been exceeding that uh, just about every game the past, oh, looks like nine games. So he's not bad. Um, I'll keep him in mind, but honestly, what else I can find on the slate too? No, that makes sense. He's not. It's a large slate, a um, lot of different plays. Let me ask you about one more guy. This guy is quite annoying to play. 
Um, but he can go out and get like 12 points in like three minutes, and then he can do nothing for the rest of the game. Naz Reed is back to 4,500, probably going to draw the start here. What do you think about Reed? Uh, I'm too scared of him. I mean, again, on a big slate, I probably don't want to play him. He's going up against Gordon, who's hot, and Vucevic. And last game, he only got 18 minutes. Game before that, 26. Before that, 21. So he's kind of lost those starter minutes it looked like he was going to get. So it's a little too scary for me. No, I hear you on that. So let's get into the next game, Um, one that I'll let you talk about a lot more than I'm going to talk about. It's the Nets versus the Hawks. Should be a very high-scoring game. A game you can definitely target, um, Karis LeVert, another guy who made Shane a lot of money uh, mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. LeVert's been on fire. You know, FanDuel and DraftKings hasn't really raised his price too high. It's getting up there, though, so something that you got to kind of take into account. But the guy's getting a ton of usage now, and he's definitely in play. More GPP for me than, you know, uh, a cash game play. But you don't get a better matchup than Atlanta uh, versus shooting guard. So I think Levert and Dibwitty are definitely in play. They're the same price. Like Now that they're the same price, do you like Dinwiddie over Levert? Or do you still like the upside that Levert you know, can put out? I mean, Levert's been outscoring him virtually every game since uh... – since Irving went down. So I just, I still like Levert and going against the Hawks. I mean, I wish he wouldn't have just had a huge game because people are going to look at him harder, but going up against the Hawks, I mean, it's probably the best matchup in the NBA. So I'll, I'll play him again here. Um, and I like him a lot, actually. So what about you, boy, Trey Young? Um, I know you're a big fan of Atlanta. Uh, you, you're living there now. You're a big Trey Young guy, 9,700. Talk about him slightly and then also talk about him, you know, compared to the other big guys on the slate. Is he a guy that you're going to pay up for or are you going to stay away here? I, I don't know why he doesn't get over 10000 ever. I mean, he's, some nights he just smashes. I mean, look back and see what he's been doing. He's usually getting you around 50 and he's got mid-60 upside. I mean, I think he's still underpriced for being 97. I mean, you know he's going to get 40 against Brooklyn. He's probably going to you know, low-end 50 for Trey Young in this matchup. So I like him a lot here, too. And and respect to all the other big names at point guard on this slate. I mean, you've got Luka. He's got a questionable tag. I mean, I'd, and he's going up against Miami, so I'd go Trey over him. And then underneath that, it just goes straight down to Spencer Dinwiddie at 73. So uh, Trey Young can get you 50 points pretty easy, and that's a good way to start your lineup. Yeah, I think maybe, you know, FanDuel has an algorithm that kind of prices, you know, players throughout the days by the performance. And I think maybe, you know, it's possible, you know, due to Trey Young's size, since he's so small out there, maybe there's, you know, it doesn't work their algorithm to push him over that 10,000. Maybe there's like a, a bar that you got to be like over 6'2 to be <laughs> priced above uh, 10 grand there. But he's definitely playing every night. Um, what about Collins? Any love for Collins here? Or he's the only other guy I really play on, you know, the – you know, the Hawks here, any love for Collins, or is he priced a little bit too up at 8500 for you? Yeah, as you uh, should only look at those two guys. Uh, 8500 it's a little more than I like, but, you know, if he was at $7,900, i would love him. It's only a $600 difference. Yeah, he's fine going against Brooklyn. I expect it to be a high-scoring game. When you play the Hawks, you have a high-scoring game. When you play the Nets, you have a high-scoring game. So this one, the over-under, I haven't seen it yet, but I guess it's around 238 something like that. We'll see if I'm right on that tomorrow. If you have it, Jay, let me know how close that was. But he's okay. Um, Fair price. I mean, he should actually pay that off, uh, but I don't see upside of like 60 from him. So he's just okay. 
I'm probably going to stay away. Um, let's talk about one narrative. I know you love your narratives. Narratives for all the listeners out there are guys that might be playing with some extra motivation. Um, so one guy that might be playing some extra motivation, a guy who used to be on Atlanta, Torian Prince, mm-hmm. 4,300, Fanduel, small forward. It's the worst position that um, Atlanta kind of guards against. What about Torian Prince at 4,300 based on the narrative and the price and the matchup? And then the other guy that you've been kind of whispering these, uh, you know, Nets big men. What about Jaron Allen or DeAndre Jordan? You want to attack Atlanta. Can you feel mm-hmm. safe either one of these guys? Yeah, good point. I mean, you definitely attack Atlanta. Go back and look. Someone just crushes them every night down low. So you have DeAndre Jordan who's getting, you know, his time back here. He got 29 minutes against Washington, put up 34 He's only 5,100, so he's not bad. Jarrett Allen, you just don't know if he's going to get the minutes or not. I mean, he should, you would think, but um, I don't know. It's just not always there. So they're both priced so low. You do want to pick someone. But my favorite guy that you mentioned is probably Torian Prince, actually. His minutes are pretty stable, just under 30, and he is going back to Atlanta, and it's a great spot to target. So, yeah, I like uh, I like that call. I overlooked that one, Jay. Yeah, he, he in the earlier matchup, he scored 12 points, 10 boards, 2 assists, 2 rebounds. I mean, 10 rebounds, 2 threes. Um, he only shot 300 you know, from the field, so he was basically like maybe like 3 for 10 or 4 for 13, something in that range. So if he hits a couple more shots, this might be a, a, a sneaky spot to grab some Torian Prince. And if for whatever reason, we're doing this late on Thursday, if for whatever reason, you know, this is the NBA, if one of these big men – for the Nets are out. That's a, a smash spot there, mm-hmm. but it's too early to tell about that. So the next game, um, Hornets Raptors. I don't have a line out for this game yet, but it's going to be a blowout. Um, Hornets are just terrible. They're really, really, really bad. Um, but if Bismack Biombo gets another start here, he's another guy. It's, I think we're going to mention Shane's name about like 15 times throughout this podcast, but Bismack Biombo was a guy he slid in late due to Avi and yourself and everybody else telling him to slide off of uh, the guy from the Spurs, Jakob Patel, whatever his name is. Um, And Biombo is kind of in play here. Um, If Zeller is out again, I wouldn't touch anybody else on the Hornets. And Toronto's playing at full strength, and I think they're going to blow him out here. You know, Siakam at 8,100, kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Lowry, kind of interesting, but I'm not going to play him. And I'm pretty much off of Fred uh, Van Vliet. He's kind of he's he's getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Sixty five hundred. It's it's tempting, but I'll find somebody better than that. Um, there's some mispriced players that I'm looking through right now that I'd rather target than grabbing Fred here. So um, anybody that I missed here, anybody that you really, you want to talk about now? Uh, Charlotte actually guards uh, the guards pretty well, so I'm going to move off Lowry and move off Van Fleet here, like you said about him. Uh, that would push usage over to Siakam, and I'm seeing that Serge Ibaka isn't for certain going to play. He's got a knee injury, game-time decision or something, so that would make me like Siakam a lot if uh, if he's out. But um, yeah, other than that, not really huge on any of these other uh, Raptors. Cody Zeller didn't play last game for Charlotte because it was a coach's decision, and I think it was more matchup-based. Uh, if Biombo were to start, then, yeah, you can definitely play him. He's a high 
uh, points per minute guy, but keep an eye on if he plays or not. Um, but definitely the biggest news is going to be if Serge Ibaka sits. And if he does, that's going to bump up probably Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Um, I don't think that Toronto is going to need to roll him out. And they do let Serge rest for uh, to recover some. So keep a, keep a good eye or a good lookout on that for Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Yeah, NBA is all about, you know, following the news throughout the day. So we're doing this the night before. It's Thursday night. It's late on the East Coast. So, you know, we don't know if, if Abaka is going to play or not. But with NBA, you got to be following the news all the way into lock. And even if you're playing on DraftKings, after lock. Um, so that's why we have this Discord chat, man. If, if you haven't heard about it yet, you know, follow us on Twitter, WinDailyDFS. Check out the website, WinDailySports.com. Hop on this Discord chat because we're talking on there 24-7, 365, basically giving you all the news as it comes down. And not only giving you the news, but also breaking down what will happen now that Cody Ziller's out or now that Serge Ibaka's out. What what changes now? So it's going to be a Siakam bump. It might be an OG uh, bump or a Rondé Hollis-Jefferson bump. So this news is so important, especially if it's a big-time player like an Ibaka or, you know, Luka Doncic or somebody like that, you got to figure out who's the guy going to get all this usage and extra minutes. But, you know, stay tuned, stay with us. We're going to try to break it down all day long tomorrow. So, you know, let's break down the next game. Now you got the Mavericks and the Heat. Um, it looks like everybody's playing for the Mavs at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't see, you know, Luka out. I don't see KP out. Um, so Porzingis, Luka, both in play. Um, Luca's in a good spot here, but I don't think I'm going to play him against the Heat. I really don't target too many players against the Heat. He's questionable right now. He hasn't had these like 70, 80 point games like he had early in the season. I think he's a little bit hobbled. Bad matchup here. I'm staying away. Porzingis the same. And, you know, I'd like to maybe grab a Miami Heat player, but they're playing at full strength unless one of these guys are out. Like if a Jimmy Butler is out or a Bam Adebayo is out. Um, I'll, I'll flirt with some, some of these players, but if not, you know, I really don't want to pay off for Bam and 9,100 on FanDuel. Butler is a little safer, 8,300, but nobody's really like, you know, tempting me right now to, to grab these guys. Anybody that you like in this matchup? Uh, not a game I'm targeting too much. The only guy that's out that doesn't really matter is Jalen Brunson. I guess that gives a small bump to someone like, uh, Seth Curry, who's been doing okay with the minutes he's getting at 4,400, but I'm still, I'm not playing him on a big slate like this. I'm only playing starters. I agree that Luka Doncic isn't in the best spot because of the heat defense. Bam out of Bayou, he's just gotten a little too expensive. He's going to get you 40, but try and find 40 from somebody that's cheaper. And uh, poor Zingas, kind of the same with him. I expect him to have a pretty good game. I mean, he's an all-star. He's been just racking it up even with Luka back, but getting a little too high price. The uh, small forwards, you don't know who's going to play. You don't know if it's going to be Crowder, if it's going to be Jones or Finney Smith or Hardaway. So I'm just choosing to stay away. Um, so, yeah. But if an uh, injury were to pop up, yeah, you'd look at someone closer. But, nah, I don't see anything here, really. No, I think that's the right call, man. I really do. Um, now we got the Kings versus Grizzlies. De'Aaron Fox is kind of a late uh, scratch. Um, before lock, we were able to adjust um i'm not really sure if he's gonna play friday at this point if he doesn't play you know you gotta look at all these kings you know memphis plays at an up pace as a a good spot for the kings here so if fox is out um any of the starters including buddy healed and Corey joseph off the bench are in play bogdan harrison bards 
Uh, Belly, Harry Giles has been putting up crazy numbers in the minutes that he's getting. I like everybody from Sacramento. Um, even if Fox plays, there's guys I like still on Sacramento. So Sacramento is going to be a key spot for me that I'm going to be targeting. Um, the over-under in this game looks like it's going to be 229, um, a four-point spread that Memphis is favored by. And then on the backside, you know, Memphis is playing without a couple of players right now. And I don't know if you saw John Morant's price, but $5,800 for John Morant <laughs> is a spot that I'm going to attack. Like man. 50, yeah, $5,800. I don't see him for cash purposes going under, you know, 25 in this matchup. And this dude's got 40, 50 point upside. He's he's had some bad games recently. You know, um, he's been involved in some blowouts. And, you know, 15 points, 17 points, 18 points. So he's had three bad games out of his last four. But if you go, you know, a little bit farther back, he's got a 40-point game, a 57-point game. You know, so there's there's a chance here that he, he has a blow-up spot and that price tag is too good to pass up so you know i'm gonna take a shot on on morant he's had he's played them three times this year and he hasn't had a good game so i'm not gonna go all in but that price that fan will put out there just makes you want to grab him right no no i'm you're a bigger fan than me i just i can't i can't play this guy i mean they keep lowering his price and he's just not hitting and Three of the last four games, he hasn't even got to 20 points. I mean, he might be overpriced, man. I mean, I just I can't get on this guy. Sorry. <laughs> Anybody that you like then? Uh, yeah. So I'd look at small forward. So small forward over here for Memphis. The couple guys that uh, that burned people the other night, Josh Jackson, 4,300. He, the game was a blowout, but he's going to get run in something close, and I think this game will be closer. I saw people winning with him, even though only he got 14 points. He was so cheap, but he kind of almost did his job on that slate. And then Kyle Anderson, too, 4,500. I'd prefer him over. Uh, I think he's a better player overall. He got 30 points in 18 minutes against Houston. I had some of them. He's super cheap, 4,500. And that's just because, I mean, the team's just dealing with so many injuries. So... Yeah, this is one of those games where like everyone's really cheap and it's going to be a really fast-paced game so I can see people trying to pick off like these one-offs to fill up the rest of their lineup with. But uh until we also have DeAaron Fox news too, we we don't really know what to do with the Kings. Yeah, if he's out, you got to you got to really target these Kings. I would say Corey at Joseph. least two, maybe even three Sacramento Kings if Fox is out. But we won't know, so make sure you stay tuned with us You know, at winddailysports.com. Uh, check out our Discord chat. But let's get into the next game. It's the Cleveland Cavs versus the Pelicans. Look, I like watching these Pelicans, man. I, I think I want to see them make the playoffs. I would love to see them make an upset in the first round because I think their their front line, man, is legit. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not a big Lonzo Ball fan, but I really like Drew Holiday. Brandon Ingram's getting you know more confident as the season goes on. And Zion's a beast, and Derek Favors can play defense. So if they can play these guys 35 minutes a game mm-hmm. in the playoff, you might be able to push through um, the first round and just really, you know, they're going to have a tough matchup if they go against, like, the Lakers or the Clippers. But if somehow they can sneak up and maybe get a little bit better of a matchup, they might be able to do some damage. But Cavaliers, Pelicans, it's tough targeting these Pelicans right now because – they have so many weapons, but Zion's mm-hmm. been beasting, um, doing everything for them. You know, rebounding eight thousand dollars on FanDuel, a little expensive. 
Ingram, 7,600. I like that price a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you – and then you got Lonzo Ball, 6,600. He's probably the best value. Um, Cleveland can't guard the point guard either. So he's probably one of your better value point guards on the slate. And if I had to choose right now, I'd probably, as much as you don't like it, you know, without getting at Darren Fox News, Lonzo Ball, John Morant, combo at point guard is where I'm looking at in this early, 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 early mock that we're building. But, ugh, ugh yeah, it's gross. <laughs> I, hate, I hate Lonzo Ball as a player. I really don't like him too much either. So not a nice look right now. But things will change. Um, how you see this game playing out, though, is a game that you want to target. Cavs have been playing a little bit better. You want to target New Orleans because they're always playing in, in up-paced games. Can you trust a guy? I know you're big, big, big Tristan Thompson fan, so <laughs> are you going back to the well there? Uh, I think these Pelicans are underpriced. Brandon Ingram, 7,600, is, is underpriced. I'd rather play him over Zion, even if he's a little more expensive. I, I love Zion, but Ingram, Ingram seems to be the focal point. On this game tonight, the Cavs are going to be missing Drummond, which is going to give uh, your boy Tristan Thompson a boost. If this game can stay close, he's going to get over 30 minutes. When he gets over 30 minutes, he gets over 30 points. So that's uh, it's a pretty good play in, in reality. I, I'm not a big Tristan Thompson fan, but he's going to be uh, someone I look at. Also, Larry Nance, same deal with him. When he gets over 30 minutes, he puts up big numbers. Put up 37.5 against Philly last game, so I'd like Larry Nance too. Uh, this all is just... it just matters if the game stays close and oh the narrative i text you about earlier is the uh, the josh hart narrative we've got him on this slate this is a punt this isn't a, a serious play but i think he can outperform his 4600 he got embarrassed by lebron james and there's a picture going around the internet and uh, we're going to test the narrative of once you get embarrassed that bad if you come to play the next game so keep an let eye on you, let me ask you a sneaky play here slightly sneaky um colin sexton 5800 um, going against Lonzo Ball. If Cleveland stays in this game, Sexton has to have a good game. Do you mm-hmm. like Sexton at all? He's all right at 5,800. I mean, yeah, I think he can hit that. He, uh, he's he been playing better this season, especially the second half of it. So uh, going against Lonzo Ball, yeah, sure, why not? Give it a shot. It's good to target the uh, Pelicans with a uh, guard, so not a bad call. Yeah, you got 42 in an earlier matchup versus the Pelicans. So if he get you 40, that'd be amazing. You know, he has 40-point upside, um, high 30 upside. He gets a lot of usage, coming off a 34-point game. I don't think he's a must-play by any chance. Um, but if you're in that, you know, you built your entire lineup and you're you're in that price range, I don't feel bad grabbing him at that spot. I think it's a good matchup for him. Uh, now we got the Thunder versus the Bucks. The Thunder are playing tonight, so... Who knows? Maybe they do rest a Gallinari or Chris Paul or somebody in this lineup. It's a tough matchup against the Bucs. Um, I don't know what to make of this game, man. It's too early to tell. You know, there's a good chance that somebody sits with the Thunder. Um, what's your thoughts here on, on the Bucks versus the Thunder here? I think the Bucks should win pretty easily just because uh, that's what uh, I mean, that's what they usually do. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Uh, I think that uh, Oklahoma City's coming off a tight game. They're finishing it up right now. Uh, so they are going to have to fly tonight. I think they're going to be tired. I'm not looking at them too much uh, and not really looking at this game too much. I mean, Giannis, he's, he's game time. I bet he plays. If he were to not, then yeah, you're going to get a ton of Middleton and some Bledsoe in there. But uh, I, I think 
I think the Brewers, or not the Brewers, I'm looking at Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee wins this pretty pretty easy. I'm ready for baseball season, too, though. Yeah, so am I. Milwaukee's favored by 10 right now. we got to watch the news. Not a sexy game by any means. Not a game that, you know, my first inclination says target. Um, so I'll probably stay away unless there's an injury. If Giannis is out or if Chris Paul or Gallinari are out, you know, that's something I want to do. Um, now you got Bradley Beal. I'm not even calling them the Wizards. Let's just call them Bradley Beal's team versus the Jazz. We always want to target teams going against the Wizards because they don't play any defense and they love mm-hmm. losing. Um, so these Utah guys, we got to talk about Utah. Um, Rudy Gobert, 7,600. Mm-hmm. I can't – he has no ceiling, though, man. Like I, I always want to play him, but he never has those ceiling games. So yeah. at 7,600, great spot for him. Um, Donovan Mitchell, 7,300. Um, pretty good spot. You know, I great wish spot. He would, you know, I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but a, a good spot for him there. And then you got the cheapest one, um, Bogdanovich at forty eight hundred. Um, which you know, how do you rank these Utah players? Who do you want? And then you got Mike Conley, who's now shooting threes and playing a lot better as well. Yeah, Conley, his ceiling's like around thirty two or something like that. But at fifty five hundred, it'd get it done. Uh, Shabazz Napier got the start last time. Uh, I guess, I, I don't know what that really was. I guess they were just trying a new lineup, but still only got 24 minutes. Not going to be on him. We've got Donovan Mitchell in this game. One of my favorite shooting guards who's in the exact same spot that Karis Levert was in the last game when he went off going up against Washington, uh, defense. And he's going to be the primarily ball primary ball handler there so i love donovan mitchell he's been going off lately too so great spot he's hot the price is fine i'll play him and then uh yeah i'm, I'm with you man on uh, this rudy gobert thing he just never really blows up i don't see him on too many winning teams but you also don't see him on a lot of losing teams and if uh, you're trying to win a gpp i'm not sure he's bringing the upside right now even though the matchup's good like if he got over 40 which would pay off. I, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, man. it's just it's scary. It's weird, man. Like the dude used to do it last year. Um, I don't watch a lot of Utah games. I'll be honest. He never goes under thirty, uh, but it's been like a month since he went above fifty. But like in his one span in January, I don't know what he likes about January. He got fifty six, fifty four, sixty, forty seven, fifty seven, forty six, fifty two, forty six. Like where is that Rudy Gobert right now? Like he's not. I guess he's not scoring. That's the problem right now. Like his last, you know, 10 games, he hasn't broke 20 points scoring. He's still grabbing all the rebounds, uh, 14, 20, 16. So I think he's probably more of a play on DraftKings, but I will sprinkle some lineups with Gobert because Washington is terrible. They miss a bunch of shots. They have nobody to really guard him. So I, I don't mind a Gobert-Mitchell combination. And What's your call on Bogdanovich, man, at this price? Is it a guy that you want to take a couple shots at here or no? Uh, no, not really. I mean, let me 4, see. 4,800, Wizards. He's another yeah, guy has been cold, but he's got 35 points. Pretty good price. He puts it together like every now and then. I not, I wouldn't do it on my main, but if I'm like mass entering some GPPs, I'd put him in the pool probably. No Bradley Beal? Zero. Oh, yeah, Bradley Bill's good, too. I mean, it's Bradley Bill. He, he is 9,300. Bad matchup, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It, it is not the best matchup. I mean, his last matchup was way better. He threw a uh, 50 on him, Chicago 67. I mean, he's kind of on a hot streak here, too. 
Um, so, like, of course, if you put Bradley Beal in, he's not going to be the guy that kills your lineup. But um, I don't know. You got to play around with some builds. I haven't made uh, any teams yet, so he's definitely a guy you got to keep in mind. I mean, you're not just crossing him off your list at all. Yeah, I'm kind of crossing him off. I think it's there's blowout potential, tough matchup on the road. Um, yeah, like, look, you're making 15, 20 lineups. You put them in a couple, especially if you're going to play like Gobert and some Utah players on top of it. So. A guy that you don't want to target in your optimal lineup, I don't think, but a guy that you keep in your player pool if you're building multiple lineups. So now you got the Nuggets Clippers. This is probably the best game. Actually, no, there's one game before that. Let's stay in order. You got the Pistons Suns. Um, Ubre was out last game. From what I'm looking at now, he's probably going to be out again. Um, you got your boy Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he's um, good right now. Devin Booker. This is a Devin Booker game. You know, yeah, this is, yeah. this is a pure Devin Booker. I'm going to try to score 50 points and just keep on raining jumpers in your face type game, you know, from what I see. Yeah. Um, I hope the Pistons can stay in this game long enough for Booker to go bonkers. Um, but I really like Booker in this game. What's his price? Like 7,500? Yeah. I, I I don't see another guy in the 7,000 range I like better than Booker right now. Dude, so let me, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Okay. Get, guess the Devin Booker narrative for tomorrow. Oh God! Did he? Did he? Did he? Uh, did he marry Derek Rose's like sister or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's a pretty creative answer, though. It is uh, Devin Booker bobblehead night. Uh, bobblehead day right? in You're Phoenix. Keep it back. You should. You should write a. You got to write an article about Devin. But I, I'm gonna hit the lock button on Booker. I like his price. He's just. How is Devin Booker this cheap? Like it doesn't make yeah. any sense, especially at a shooting guard position, which is you know it's a tougher position to fill out. In a matchup versus Detroit, I just hope Detroit can stay in this game long enough for Booker to go crazy. But I'm definitely on, on Fanduel. There's no doubt in my mind that I would lock him, and I I can tell you this with confidence. The night before, nothing would have to happen to Phoenix for me to come off Booker tomorrow. You know. I know. Especially if Ubre's out again, which I believe he's going to be. Yeah, More usages. It's a it's a lock button for me. But anybody else on Phoenix you like, or anybody you want to run it back with on Detroit? I like almost all these Phoenix guys. Honestly, I love Booker. I'm locking him in. Uh, Ricky Rubio. He is on an absolute hot streak, and uh, I've been talking about it with the guys. You play Rubio when he's on a hot streak. That's just something I've noticed from seasons past. He gets it going, and then he dies for a month. But he's he's still getting it going, and he's got a great matchup. Only thing you worry about there is if Booker is just getting so much usage because he's taking over the game. But I mean, still, you could you could stack this game up. Mikel Bridges, I do like him. He no one ever plays this guy. Last game he got thirty. With Ubre out, and he got 38 minutes with Ubre out. He should get probably 35, 36 against Detroit. That's a good spot. And then guess what? If this game's going to be close, that means Detroit's going to have to score, and that's good. Scoring's going to come off their bench, and that scoring's going to come from Christian Wood. It should be a game that Christian Wood gets it together. Last go round, he went against Denver. Everyone knew they were going to lose the game before that. He went against Portland, played Biggs versus Portland. He got 44.3. You also play Biggs versus the Suns, so that gives me some Christian Wood. And then uh, last play of the game is going to be Aiton. He's $9,000 at center uh, for the Phoenix Suns, but he can get you a 45.50, and uh, it's a guy that you should definitely keep in your player pool. Who, who did I miss, Jay? Are you going to double down on someone? Yeah, I kind of nodded off for a second because he went on for a while there. Uh, talking game. about Booker. It's a great game. 
I don't know if you mentioned him, but I want to get your take. Um, Sarek started last game. He played 31 minutes. For whatever reason, I didn't watch this game, but he shot like terribly from the field, only scored five points, still hit value. Um, he's probably going to draw the start again. What's your call on Sarek here? Ah, uh, man, I don't want to do it. Um, if he gets to start again, good. But He, like, shot one from ten from the field or one for seven from the field. or He shot terribly, like, he's really just, just shot terribly. So, like, if he if he hit more than zero shots, he'll probably get you 25, 30 points, and he's so cheap. Yeah, I just went back and looked at every game from January 3rd. And uh, he gets uh, – half that time he got a handful of minutes and he only got over 30 points one time, and it took him 37 minutes to do that. I know you don't need a lot at 3,800, but, man, that's a, that's a scary play for me on FanDuel. I, we'll try and build a team and see if we have to go there, but I don't want to go there. Okay. And how, how – I, I just want to go back to this for a second. You know, at the center position, is Aiden the top guy? Do you have him over Vucevic at the same price? Let me see. Um, I haven't really done rankings yet, but that's a good question since they're priced right there going against Minnesota, both in great matchups, man, that's tough. I don't, uh, I don't have a, I would lean Aiton, but, um, that's not set in stone. Well, who do you think? Vooch or Aiton? I think they're completely equal. Um, I think I would question it like this to myself. Can Aiton and Booker go off together? Um, how do you Mm -hmm. feel about that? Yeah, that's an interesting correlation play. I mean, you, it, yeah, same thing kind of goes for like Vooch and Gordon. Like if you don't, you know, if you play, you know, one of these magic guys and play the other son, that doesn't really run into their production, if that makes sense. Yeah, so maybe we, in our book, but we like Booker so much, so maybe we go Booker with Vucevic mm-hmm. and then Fade Gordon, who's probably going to be higher owned in, in this situation. But Fading Aiton is kind of scary too. I, I think almost you know, just splitting up ownership between Vucevic and Aiton is, is a safe call um, going into the slate because they're both, like, in a smash, smash spot. Mm-hmm. Um, same price, same upside. And, you know, I like them both here. So, close one, man. It's a close one. So, I feel I feel good about, you know, telling the listeners to play both of them, you know, or play either one. I don't really see a big difference with either one. Mm-hmm. And now this is the last game to slate. Um, probably the best game to watch. It's probably... Um, it, it's, it's going to be maybe Western conference championship matchup, depending on how the seating ends. I think the Clippers are slightly better than the Lakers in, in my book. And, you know, the Nuggets are a really solid team, man. They're so deep. Like they're so deep. I don't, I don't ever play Nuggets mm-hmm. because they usually win easily. It's a, such a deep team and I'm probably not going to play any Nuggets here. And, to the same effect, I think both these teams are good defensively. Like, these aren't teams I want to target. Unless, like, Kawhi is out or Paul George is out, I'm going to stay away from this game and, you know, watch it more as a fan than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, the F- Clippers are favored by five and a half. And just tell me a guess. So, so my prediction was right, but I want to hear your guess. Mm-hmm. What do you think the over-under is for this game? Well, I think it's a uh, good defensive matchup here. Um, so I'm going to say, let's see how close Vegas is to me. Give me like ugh, 214 or something. Yeah, 218 and a half. Um, okay. The Toronto game is a little bit lower at 215. 
there's a couple games that aren't, you know, there's no lines out yet because of uh, injuries and whatnot. But this is probably going to be one of your lowest scoring games of the slate um, defensive game. So I'm staying away unless somebody that I'm missing is priced off. You know, like Jokic at 9,800. I really get Vucevic or Aiton. Um, at the power forward position, like I, I like Kawhi, but this is not a great matchup for him either. At 9,800, I'm staying away from that. Paul George, I'm not even going to look at his price because I don't want to play him. Um, <laughs> so there's really, do you see anybody here that makes any kind of sense for you? I got a guy that we could get lucky on, and it's a guy that you like, and it's a guy that's starting to get, who? Pat Beverly? Yeah, P-Bev. He's starting to get his minutes back, 24 last game. This is a ESPN nationally broadcast game. P-Bev loves it. He always shows up. And if he were to get like 28 minutes at 4,400, I think that's going to be a good play. It's a guy who gets steals, assists. He can get you some boards, and he can also score. So he's going to contribute in a lot of uh, categories. So um, I think that's a, a decent punt on a big slate. For a mass, if you're like mass entering a, a GPP, I stay uh, and away. Then, yeah, still, yeah, game, I, but, what, I stay away. I was, a, I was, a, I'm a big Pat Bev fan. I like his his griminess and the way he goes about, you know, playing defense. And that's why I think this team is better than the Lakers because of their defense uh, with Kawhi, Paul George, Beverly. But with the addition of Reggie Jackson now too, like mm-hmm. coming off injury. Not a good matchup. Reggie Jackson is getting minutes from him. Lou Williams will steal some minutes here. You know, you can, but I don't see the upside. I don't see the the I'd rather take I'd rather take a risk on Morant. Um, you know, maybe for cash games, you know, he might be safer, but I think it's more of a, a deep dive. So it's a tough, tough matchup across the board. I think you just watch this game, maybe bet this game if you gotta play as far as betting goes. But um let you wanna try to build a quick lineup or what? Uh yeah, let's uh let's do it. All right. Um let's see what's going on here. So we're gonna build a quick FanDuel lineup. Um let's start at center. Um it don't really matter to me. Um Vucevic or Aiton, I think they're equals. So let's just mentally tell the listeners we're going Vucevic, even though we can easily go Aiton. And if we go Vucevic, let's hit the other lock button on Devin Booker. How's that sound? Yeah, definitely Booker. Uh, yeah, if you're paying up, Vucevic or Aiton's good. But, you know, I don't know that I hate Aiton and Booker on the same team, but for the for this lineup, we'll do a Vooch. But I it also can definitely feel- work, man. It can definitely work. Yeah. I, I'm not opposed to it either. You don't want to – let's uh, maybe consider some Tristan Thompson, 30 minutes from TT against New Orleans, 5,000. No, no, we're locking one of these big guys. Let's build okay. a Let's build a cheap lineup around it. So where do you want to go next? You you got the floor. Do you want to go a little John Morant, a little Alonzo Ball? What are you thinking at point guard? I definitely don't want to go John Morant. Let's do uh let's I think Trey, right? I was I was hyping him getting at least fifty. You can't it's gonna to be tough getting Trey with Booker and yeah. Vucevic, I would yeah. think. If if you click in Trey, actually you can still do it. If you if you like it a lot, we can do it. Yeah, 56, and then let's try and – well, let's see. I mean, Trey's right, my favorite point guard, so let's see what we can find. All right, so if you're going to go that, that means I have to go cheap, and this is a GPP lineup, so I'm going to go with Ja Morant. Mm. Yeah, just, God, to, not good. just to upset you. Um, we're going to get 40 points out of him somehow, some way, and he's going to – you know, he's still fighting – 
for the rookie of the year. Zion's creeping at him, so maybe he's got some narrative there, some extra motivation to get back on track here. So let's go with Ja. And now let's slide over to the shooting guard position and see what you got for me. I'm plugging a guy in to see if it's going to work. I mean, we're going to be paying down everywhere else. My my favorite mid-range guy there is Levert going against Atlanta. Um, I mean, you have to get someone going against Atlanta. like so. But Unless we want to do Torian Prince, which would be a salary saver. I'd be okay with that. All right, so let's go Torian first. And then let's see where we come back with. I think Torian is obviously safer. Um, I don't see a way he burns you. Uh, you might still be able to get Levert. Um, let's slide over to the other small forward position. If we do go Prince, who do you like at small forward? Can you uh, get behind a, you want to take a chance on Bogdanovich versus Washington at 4,800. It's probably the best value play. Um, see yeah. a couple other guys popping in our projection model right now. Um, Danilo is there at 5,700, but he's going against, you know, Giannis. I don't know if we can get up to Brandon. What Ingram. about him? What about uh, Jackson or Anderson from Memphis? 4,300. Jackson didn't draw the start, though, right? He did. No, he drew the start, but he just, uh, they got blown out. But the guy, Bogdanovich is good, too. I mean, it's right there next to him, right? And he's getting 33 minutes, so I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, let's go with the safer play for Bogdan for right now. More things will open up tomorrow. This is a, a very early type of situation here, and I think... Um, you know, if we don't go Aiden, kind of might make sense to go Sarich, but mm-hmm. you know, Nas Reed, it's cheap, you know, at 4,500. Uh, Belly, we don't have any Sacramento players either, and Belly's at 4,800. Harry Giles at 4,800. Um, believe Harry Giles is having another good game. Uh, let's see here, I got him in one of my lineups here. Uh, I think you know what you do. Harry you, Giles got thirty here, so he could put up another big game. Yeah, he's still cheap, man. I, I hate playing him because just I just wasn't trusting. 40, him. Or Belly is Belly is you know same guy pretty much. Yeah, I got a I got a couple ideas. Yeah, I mean I'd rather probably take Giles just because he's cheaper. But so here's something we could do. We both like Aaron Gordon. We could put Gordon in and take Vooch out, and so we get some of that Orlando, and we get Booker, and save a 1000 bucks, 1200 bucks. Um, or we could do something like put in Larry Nance, since we don't have Tristan Thompson at 52. I mean, he's going to get 30 points. Like, I'm pretty pretty sure about it. Um, Let's go Aaron. I think Aaron can still work. You know, whether we go Aiton or um, Vucevic here, um, either way, you're, we're targeting two high-scoring games here, so I don't mind playing two studs from the same lineup. So, Goran or Vucevic works. Um, so let's slide in, you know, Gordon in the power forward spot. So with Bogdan at small forward, we got 5,500 left for both positions, and we can actually get your boy Levert too. Mm-hmm. You know, go Levert here, um, and then we go Saric. Um, you can get everything, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go Levert or if you go Saric, I just I messed around with that a little bit too. So instead of Vooch, I just have Gordon. And since we didn't pick up Nance, I put in Thompson, and that let me get Levert and Christian Wood. So how I, do you I, feel I, about Thompson? You you feel like he's he's a lock for for minutes here? 
I mean, he's going to get 30 points probably. Yeah, he should get 30 minutes, 30 points. Unless, I mean, it's in New Orleans. New Orleans should beat him pretty bad. But um, I still think he's good for it, man. I mean, when you just, you don't have drum in there, he's going to be the starting center, right? He should get 30 points against New Orleans. But I think you have to, I mean, it's a, I think it's a good idea to take him or Nance. One yeah. of them's going to do it. Well, if Tr- Tristan's starting, I think, you know, it's probably the way to go here. Um Favors is not a guy you really want to go at, but he's going to grab you boards. Um, so it's not a bad play, man. I don't mind the Tristan Thompson play. So a couple different ways you can build, man. Definitely, you know, ways to go about things here. So I like either way. You know, we have a solid lineup. Obviously, you probably won't have John Morant in your lineup as, you know, nah. things finish. Um, but not a bad lineup at all, man. I'm going to take a screenshot, save it, enter mine. Um, and, you know, make sure it goes through. So, you know, in regards to NBA, though, man, this is way too early. The odds of us locking this lineup as our main lineup into, you know, the $500 monster lineup on FanDuel is very low. Um, We're going to be changing things throughout the days. But, you know, the fact that we went through each game, we're ahead of the game now. We know what we're looking at, what games we want to target. And when these injuries come up, you know, we'll, we'll make adjustments on the fly and hopefully we land on the right plays. Um, how are your lineups looking right now for uh, Thursday night? Hey, pull them up and look. It all depends on what Sabonis was able to uh, pull out. But I locked in Anthony Davis in 100% of lineup, so uh, that's probably going to start to get good here shortly. Um, yeah, I got a question for you. Who do you think scores more, Ja Morant or Patrick Beverly? Definitely Ja Morant. Why, you want to make a bet again? Yeah, I'll bet you. I'll all, make that all the, bet. All the money that I, I've lost. No, one, uh, it's going to be one dinner, but Beverly has to get at least 25 minutes, and John Morant can't go over 30. That's the bet. Huh? So I'm giving you a five-minute a five minute cushion. So wait, 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 wait. What's these rules? It, just John Morant can't go over 30. Patrick Beverly has to go over 25. Uh, hold on one second, because I made some dumb... Oh, man. What time? Oh, I'm already screwed. All right. Whatever. I lost money. <laughs> damn, damn podcast. Yeah. Uh, nah, I played, uh, I played like 30 bucks, 40 bucks worth of showdown lineups and uh, just realized that Andrew Wiggins is not playing. So yeah. notes to self, um, make sure you check your lineups before lock, even though you think people are playing. Um, Andrew Wiggins is not playing, and Golden State is going to get trampled by the <laughs> Lakers right now. So maybe Anthony Davis' fade is a good thing because there's no way that they're going to stay in this game. And if I knew this 20 minutes earlier, I definitely would have bet the house on the Lakers Coos. covering every single bet, you know, first quarter, halftime game. They're going to cover everything. So kind of whack. Um, so I don't have any chance of winning a showdown, so that kind of sucks, but it is what it is, man. You got to check the news lesson learn. You know, I, I kind of preach it. I was telling everybody earlier, listening to the podcast, you got to be paying attention to NBA and just double check your lineups before lock. You know, if you're playing on DraftKings, double check each of the lineups before, you know, the game. So set a reminder at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, seven thirty, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever time the games go on. And I kind of forgot. There was no news all day long about Wiggins not playing. Nope. Um, and he just got scratched late. So, 
it is what it is. Luckily, I didn't have too much money invested, but definitely just burned like 50 bucks for no reason. But I can hear it in your voice. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what? It's over, man. We, uh, it's not about the money. It's about the fact that I can't watch these showdown lineups just dwindle away. And, you know, other people probably got, you know, sucked into it too. So, yep. you know, probably uh, helped out the field a little bit, but definitely don't help out me. So, it is what it is. Um, well, hey, uh, let's uh, let's shout out Javi, who's going to be – he's in Nashville right now. He's uh, going to play for the national championship or whatever, world championship of NHL. So uh, let's bring it home, Javi. Let's see. If you listen to this podcast, we'll see if you listen. Shoot me a text and say thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wiggins is 27% owned, so <laughs> – 30% yeah. of the field pretty much is uh, taken out. Let's see if I can cash with Wiggins in my showdown line. If I do, uh, I'll post it on uh, Twitter later on. But I'm climbing uphill right now with this uh, Wiggins lineup. So it is what it is. Um, Anthony Davis is 98.7% owned. Um, so it's going to be a boring, boring showdown the rest of my night. But uh, we've been crushing bets, man. We've been crushing. Um, we're... On our Twitter bets that we put up, we're eight for our last nine. Al Horford got a, a rebound taken away from him, so broke my uh, broke my nine game potential winning streak. Uh, but I did uh, put some uh, bets laid up. Guess who I put a prop on? Oh, God. Uh, Wiggins. <laughs> no, no, no! Thank God I didn't touch that. I got some Marquise Chris action on rebounds and. I uh, built out some Danny Green point totals. I think I got, like, if Danny Green scores over nine, I win even money. 14 is, like, two to one, and 17 is, like, five to one. So we need Danny Green to catch fire from three, and uh, I'll take some money and cover these Wiggins bets. Let's do it, man. All right, man. So it's a big slate. Shout out to Avi. You know, hopefully take it down. Um, We got some golf sweats going on. We're going to be doing a bunch of nba make sure you tune into our series show on saturday night five to seven dave will be on i'll be on uh we'll be doing our thing you know grinding nba lineups we don't do a podcast on saturday simply because we have the series show from five to seven so if you have serious make sure you tune in because we're literally talking about nba for two hours straight leading up to lock seven seven p.m eastern so check us out windailysports.com check out david on Twitter, Tenacious D. Jones. You can check me out at Jason Mizrahi or Windaily DFS on Twitter. And anything else you want to plug before we get out of here, Dave? Yeah, play Devin Booker tomorrow. Bobblehead. Do it. Yeah, 100% Devin Booker in all my lineups. I'm with that. Um, It's been a pleasure, Dave. Thanks for your time, and we'll be out of here.